Man, so much going on in the sporting world. So much. I'm just I, I'm disgusted at the NBA. Absolutely mm. disgusted. I mean, I don't know about you. How you feel? I I'm actually uh very I, I actually it actually ended very well uh to me uh with the finals. I, I shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to Giannis uh for for getting that job done historic performance uh with the stat line on, on that game six uh feel bad for chris paul but you know i'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more you know uh you know good for milwaukee man good for milwaukee now it puts more pressure on Aaron Rodgers to to do something out there <laughs> as now, well, you know? <laughs> is is devin booker gonna gonna journey over onto that long flight over to japan for the, for the olympics so awkward if God, they're man, even gonna point. happen Ah, uh, that too. And that there's too. just there's so much, you know. And then talking about the SEC, uh, the SEC, oh. you know, and the Oklahoma and Texas want to join the end. Like, I can understand Oklahoma, but mm-hmm. Texas, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, we have a good guest today. Not a lot of people have probably heard of him, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's got he's got six years of eligibility, so. So I'm telling you now, keep your eyes peeled for him. Um, you know, let's just let's hop right into it. Let's get Taylor on here. goes with the moonshot what's going on taylor not much how you doing doing good doing good just uh quick background about yourself why don't you uh we'll just i guess we'll just dive right into it you know what what if any other sports did you play growing up growing up i was a three-sport athlete i was football uh, football baseball and basketball but then uh eventually when i hit high school sort of started branching off from basketball and stuck with baseball and football and then I just fell in love with football too much to stop playing it. So I just kept going, playing seven on seven in the spring. Whenever I had a free chance, I was always on the field. So, so I just kept stuck with that pretty much. Yeah. Basketball. I mean, you're you're what six two, six three? I'm um, six three, six four ish. Yeah. Mm. On a good day. That's how I feel. On a good day. <laughs> it's, you'd still only be a point guard in the NBA. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Can you dunk? No, sadly. No, uh, no, bunny, no bunny. You don't have any bunny hops? No. <laughs> As you probably heard, I'm only 5'5", five, five, so I kind of kind of envy the tall guys. You know, six, even 5'7", to me, is tall. And I'm like, ah, 
you know how it is, man. So I just figured, you know, you ask you if you could dunk and stuff, but I, I get rid of stuff every time I try. So I'm <laughs> that's all good. Happens to the best of us. I can barely hit the middle of the net, so I'm, I'm, I'm six two. So <laughs> there you I'm go. Coordinated on athletic at this point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> anyways, uh, Clarion University, you guys had. Did you guys have your your whole entire season canceled last year? Yeah, it was really frustrating because at one point we thought we were going to play in the spring and then we got to the end of the fall semester and a vote went out and they were like only three of our teams in our conference want to play. So they just shut it all down and we ended up just practicing the whole year. It was, it was a rough one, but we got better. So excitement going towards the next year coming up. So, mm-hmm. But hey, you got, you, got a, you got an extra two years. You're a redshirt freshman. Yeah. And you get... So you're going six, right? Six, yes. six years, I'll hopefully. Six years in college, probably, hopefully. So yeah, you'll be buying everybody beer by the time you graduate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk us through where where are you from originally? Uh Richmond, Virginia. So I was I was born in Florida and we moved up here when I was like young, kindergarten pretty much. So I claim Richmond. And uh that's about it, yeah. VA, VA, sir. Do you have any? Uh, did you look at any other schools besides Clarion? Yeah, coming out of high school, I was well recruited. I mean, I had a lot of offers, but then at the end of the day, I really looked at like a solid five of them. It was between Tennessee Tech, St. Francis, uh, Tennessee Martin, Clarion, and University of Charleston. But uh, I just felt at home at Clarion, and the coaching staff was really good. So, yeah. It's not that far of a ride home. Ah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you take, take that Tappan Z bridge. <laughs> you, you know, at the uh, at the QB position, man. You know, uh, you know, give some, you know, some type of advice for you know the future quarterback that wants to to, to pursue that position. You know, what tools do you think you know you should have? Um, you know, if you want to become a quarterback. It's definitely a lot of coaches nowadays look at the footwork a lot. Uh, I know growing up, I wasn't always the fastest kid. I mean, I've sped up my feet a lot now, but I was a slower feet. Now I picked it up more, but forward for sure. And the knowledge of the game a lot. Like coaches nowadays are trying to teach kids younger now. The more knowledge of the game, coverage and the defense, defensive fronts, which I wish I knew when I was younger, like, in the middle of high school, probably. I know it now, but if that would have been a huge help when I was a junior and senior in high school. But yeah, definitely. And as much as you can, try to get out there and throw. It strengthens your arm as much as people don't know it. Throwing over and over strengthens your arm a lot more than people think. So yeah, and, and I feel like I feel like uh, for me, like you know, I think uh, having that vision too. You know, uh, you know, making the right reads. You know, uh, as best as you can. Uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's that's a, that's a big part as well um, in the QB position, just to, you know, not get too, you know, new worried about making turnovers, but just trying to make the right reads um, the best way you can. You know. All right. So, talk us through what what are you doing uh, school wise? What are you studying? I'm a sports management major right now, but I'm looking to minor in either social media or coaching. I'm not sure yet because I will be graduating 
my undergraduate program. Well, two years technically, I guess. So I'm looking to minor in something else afterwards. I haven't decided which one because I do want to stick around the game after I'm done playing it. I want to either coach or be in the front office of hopefully an NFL team or even an NCAA team. doesn't matter. So I want to stick around the game. So I, I, I see a lot of our guests, you know, kind of choosing that route because, I mean, you know, there's there's only so many spots on a roster, you know, once you're once you're done with college. And I see a lot of people choosing that. I mean, I would love to still be a part of the game. I mean, the only thing I can really be a part of is watching on Sundays and Saturdays and <laughs> playing Madden every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's good i mean you 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 know what you want to do and you have a couple of years to decide what you want to choose you know further down the road uh do you have any option or any interest in possibly entering a transfer por- uh, portal i've not thought about that right now at all uh right now i'm just sticking out with clarion and riding with them uh from what i know i believe they have social media and coaching at clearing so i can stick out there i found a really good home right now i think and uh i think i'm gonna stay right now this is where i'm home for me right now yeah uh you know talk a little bit about you know where the love of the game came from you know uh growing up love of the game so i would have to say when i was younger i had a really good friend uh in Florida and his dad uh, and my dad took us to the Florida, Tennessee football game. I was maybe three or four. I remember being in the nosebleeds of the section, but that game was packed. I mean, yeah. eventually I started looking around. I was like, oh, this is packed. I watched the game, it was a great game. I forgot who won the game because I was just too young to even remember. Yeah. But then we started going more and more games with me and my dad. I just fell in love with the game. And then I started playing flag whenever I, the first chance I had I just stuck with it. I was never a quarterback till middle school, though. I was a tight end in DN for a while. I was about to say, I picture you a tight end. Yeah. Your your height, your build. I went to middle school. My coach was like, you play baseball, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, I need a quarterback. He's like, come here. And I just started throwing. And from that day on, I became a quarterback. It was never supposed to happen, I guess. Wow. Yeah. It's a lucky draw. Yeah. And that's how it happens. Right. It's like strange how what the universe, you know, sends to you and, you know, you never think about that. You know, you know, you're thinking you're playing baseball and now a football coach wants to see you at the quarterback position. And uh, that's a that's a that's amazing, man. Like you said, you're taking you're taking it all in right now on that position. Uh, You know, what would you say like the, the hardest part is about being a quarterback or, you know, what the grind is really like, you know, on a daily basis? The hardest part of being a quarterback is definitely a lot of eyes and pressure on you for sure, without mm. a doubt. Uh, the grind, there's a lot of a mental grind in there too, a lot, because, I mean, I know before I go to bed, I try to read the playbook at least 10 to 15 minutes a night just because to keep it fresh in my head, especially right now since we're not on campus, I'm at home. Uh, but there's a lot of, uh, I wake up every morning, try to go get a run in at least or go to my trainer. But I mean, every day I'm trying to do something to better myself in that in that position. So mm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I would hate being a quarterback. You know, it did, 
I remember in high school, I got the playbook and, you know, we, we ran like some basic, I, I played tight end. We were some basic, you know, stuff, but I'm sitting there and I'm looking at all these other plays. I'm like, how the hell, you know, <laughs> how do you remember this on top of schoolwork? Like, is that, is that some sort of challenge or it just comes natural to you? Well, I'm dyslexic, so it comes really hard. Like learning is a big thing for me. So like, I'm more of a, uh, see it and mental rep kind of guy even reps help me a lot more so like in school i'm thinking about football in the classroom <laughs> i know it's terrible to say but i'm always thinking about it and then i just had to draw i get a whiteboard and i draw down our plays all the time and then i have my boys quiz me like all the time like draw up this play go out there write it out from scratch so that's what really helps me out i mean our playbook is it's crazy i've had three different ocs since wow. college, yeah. yeah. I mean, they you, you got to change. You got to change your QB sleeve up every uh, what, every every practice. Sleeve. <laughs> I have it's hand signals, straight hand signals. Hand signals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, top top five quarterbacks right now. Who, who's in your top five right now? Should so, we go current or all time? Yeah. Uh, current, current, current NFL right now. Current quarterbacks in NFL. I gotta go Aaron Rodgers, of course. Oh. Hey man, Rogers, he's an arm on him. Pat Mahomes, yeah. of course. I gotta say Brady, even though we were talking about him earlier. I mean, we'll, we'll get go. to him later. <laughs> you see, the next two is a star for me. I'm hoping you say somebody I'll that, make, that you kind of remind me. Yeah, yeah. Hey Josh Allen. I mean, he he's he was balling last year. And as much as I'm a Pittsburgh fan, I want to say Big Ben, he's not in the top five anymore. Uh, he falls no. apart. I, I have a mental breakdown every single, probably every single season. My fifth spot is open. Also, so. Justin Herbert. Ah, I don't, Justin, I don't, Justin, if I'm not going to go with anybody else, I mean, he played football here in Richmond. I got to say Russell. So. I was just about to say, well, he should have been, <laughs> he should have been the one of those first ones, man. Because Russell Wilson, man, he's 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 one of my favorites as well. I go for me, it's Pat Mahomes. Oh, I have to say it, Brady and, <laughs> and, and Russell Wilson. You know, uh, I just feel like, uh, but I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like what you're you're built from what I've seen in the videos. Uh, do you watch a little bit of Russell Wilson uh, as well with the smaller quarterbacks being very, like, you know, uh, more popular now as yeah. each year get, gets going, you know? I believe that. Yeah, that's good. Ky- Kyler Murray gets wrapped up way too easily, though. Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's Kyler, he, he has his days where he's like, you know, he's balling, and then there's days where, like, yeah. wow, he looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But that I might think, be it, though. The the hype might be, I don't know. Is that a problem a little bit with being a smaller quarterback, or is it just it's all mental? At my school, I'm well six four. I mean, I'm taller than our most of our quarterbacks. There's another kid that's pretty big with me, but I was five eight at one point in high school, and I struggled. Yeah, I had a huge spurt. For you you definitely. I was around five did. freshman year, and I spurted up, but. I struggled my first year in high school because I was like a short guy. My two best friends were like six two. I was like, Yo, I'm never gonna grow. Like, I was <sighs> but I think uh, surprisingly, people are starting to lean towards smaller quarterbacks right now. I don't know why, but I guess it is what the games turn into sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
Charles, you hear that? There's still hope for you. Man, I am, I am, I am 30 <laughs> years old. I have a daughter. I'm done growing. Hopefully, my daughter can have a growth spurt. Uh, just, you know, hopefully, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any more growth spurts on my end. My, my kids are way too tall. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are. They are. <laughs> but, yeah, you have um, your eligibility in place. You know, what are your thoughts on this new uh, name, image, and likeness uh, bill that had passed? Uh, my opinion, I think it's great, especially for athletes who, like, I know they were talking about Bryce Young, the quarterback from Alabama. He hasn't even played a game yet. He's up in the seven figures. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I just saw today Mikey Williams, the high school hooper, he just signed a contract, and he's supposed to make up to millions in that one. I mean, that's, I think it's great. I mean, of course, I, I haven't done anything yet, so. Archie oh. Manning slated to make $10 million. Yeah, I, keep, I keep hearing these numbers tossed around like, this is crazy. Like, Yeah. Hey, oh, you got to get a piece in that, man. You got to get a piece in that. I'm trying. I'm, I know you will. You will, sure. though. <laughs> I think it's a smart idea. I think it was a good move, so. Definitely was. I've been saying it for a while. You know, these the, the college players, they, they leave more out there. They play harder. I think it was. I forget what game it was. I think it was Penn State, Miami last season. Pretty much the whole entire starting offense and defense for Penn State got wiped out. Mm. And they were down like 20 guys. And the backups game, it was a close game. It was a really close game. And that just goes to show you, like, yeah, your guys are out, but hey. We're gonna we're gonna play. Backups are gonna play. They're fighting for a spot. So, at the end of the day, these guys play a lot harder with a lot more heart and integrity and grit than these billionaire princesses yeah. playing <laughs> playing the game for you know they're they're living the lavish life. But you know, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what do you? What do you like to do when what do you like to do for hobbies, you know, outside of uh outside of football? I'm a big sneakerhead, so I'm always shopping for shoes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm always shopping for shoes. Um I, well last year, but I got a puppy now, so I'm always outside playing with him a lot more now. Uh we go on hikes a lot. My school is in the mountains, so I mean we have a couple nice little trails here and there. Nice. And uh I like to spend my time mainly outdoors just because I mean, although I do have a new PS5, so I've been gaming a lot. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've been playing, <laughs> been playing Warzone a lot recently. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Everybody's playing that Warzone. Everybody's playing that, yeah. I'm you, I think I lost a solid three and a half to four hours a night. Like, it's... <laughs> my girl gets mad at me. She's like, you going to start talking to me anymore? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm playing the game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think we'd end up dead if we did that. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about it, man. You know, you guys not having a season last year. You know, 2020 was very, you know, horrible for the whole world. You know, what what did you take out of 2020? Well, uh, for me, I went through uh, my freshman year. I got really big, really fat pretty much. I lost like 55, 60 pounds of fat. I got like, yeah, I was really big. I was mad at myself. I came home like, damn, I need to lose weight. So I lost a lot of weight. And I feel like uh, I matured more as a person in my in my eyes. It's like 
seeing all this stuff happening because COVID hit and then there was a lot of riots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I started like looking into things and I got a, I got a, my boy's brother. He's, I think of him as like a bigger brother. He was talking to me a lot through like, he was just he, talking to me about life and stuff. I started seeing stuff in different views. I don't know. I thought I matured more as a man, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it helped me a lot through school too. I mean, even though we were on zoom, uh, Help me find a little bit of more of a study habit of like yeah. when to study, how to study better, because online tests, even though you think they would be easy, you got the camera on and you're like, <laughs> you pick your hands up, the teacher's looking at you like this. I mean, it helped me lock in a lot more than I thought it was going to help me. I thought it was going to be a mess. I was like, oh man, like my college life's destroyed, but it definitely helped me through a lot. So nice. That's good. Now, Charles, Charles likes to throw out. I'm going to throw this question on, right? We play, we play a little game with some of our, you know, sports guests. I'm taking over this one. All right. So you're, you're in the Super Bowl. Oh, you're on, we'll call it, we'll call it the 35 yard. There's 15 seconds to go. You have Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, T.O., Marvin Harrison. And let's just let's just throw in Larry Fitzgerald. Oh. Jeez. They all get they, they all they all get the separation. You as a quarterback, who are you throwing to and why? Larry Fit. Larry Fit. Got off the bat. Cause uh I saw I forgot what the numbers were. I forgot what they were. His like oh, he has more tackles in the last, I think they said five years. Which is three tackles and drop passes. Like my man is Mr. Reliable. Like he's been thrown to so many times and his hands are just like glue. I'm throwing a Larry Fit for sure. Oh, I don't blame you. <laughs> I want him to get a ring so bad, man. I want I know. To I don't I don't think he will. Uh, I know. I thought he was gonna retire after this year, but he's still pushing, so good for him. Yeah. But yeah. They got the tools in Arizona now. I don't know. So hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, the defense is looking strong. So let's let's see yeah. what Kyle Murray can do, man. Uh, you know, what's this his third year now? Third year? I think going mm-hmm. into, yeah. Yeah, third year. So now expectations are yeah, yeah, the expectations higher. So come on, Larry Fitzgerald. And it's a tough NFC, but you know, hopefully hopefully they can make some noise, man. You know. Uh you know, that was a great question, Dan. I like that one. I like that one. I had good. to. I had to. <laughs> you, you, you take the credit all the time. I, I finally had to step my game up. Well, right. who you <laughs> me oh, personally oh, i would i mean moss grows in the end zone that day that is once true. he do, once he does this mm-hmm. throw that shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can't <argue> that one. <laughs> but uh yeah randy moss who, who, who else was did you say then you said randy moss uh I said randy Fitzgerald. moss jerry rice t.o marvin harrison I think mine would be Randy Moss and oh, damn it, man. T.O. T.O. He could break tackles after the catch because he's oh. so strong. Um, come on, this guy played off a broken leg in the Super Bowl, so I'm like, come on, anything's possible with this man. <laughs> but I'll probably go Randy Moss and Jerry Rice because Jerry Rice is just uh, the goat in my opinion. But now you got to narrow it down. You got to pick one. <sighs> Fuck it, Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go, Moss, gotta go. Eighty-four. Moss no. grows in the end zone. 
you know, and, uh, you know, talk a little bit about how important, um, you know, your, your family has been, you know, in your life and, you know, obviously through, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, now college, man. Well, let's see, going back, back when I really found out I was dyslexic, uh, my parents had taken me out of the public school system and took me to a smaller private school for two years to help me like get better reading, I guess, mm-hmm. and get in my comfort zone. And then they put me back and they helped me a lot. So I'm appreciative for both my parents on that one. And then uh, I think middle school is fine. This is middle school. And then I got to high school and I struggled a little bit in high school, but they helped me through that. And then my junior year, I was at a public school and not knocking on it all. We were just we weren't getting the job done and we were handing the ball off like 45 times a game. I was only throwing a couple of times. I wasn't getting college looks. Uh, so I transferred to a private school and I'm very thankful for my parents for that. Cause they got behind me real quick. They're like, you know what? He wants to pursue a dream. I'm going to college with football. We're going to help him. So they found the right school for me and I transferred over there. And I mean, private school in Virginia, I don't know about where you guys are, but Tuition is not cheap, so I'm appreciative mm-hmm. for helping me pay for that. So uh, it got me through a lot, and then I went to bigger and better, and I found McLaren, of course. So my family's a big part, especially my two little sisters. Uh, they look up to me sometimes, most of the time, I guess. My sister, <laughs> middle sister, just uh, she, they actually followed me and went to my private school. My middle sister actually just committed to go play a softball in Division Three, but I'm proud of her for that one. And my little sister is about to be a senior now, but I think she's looking to go on to Central Florida, hopefully, and cheering on the competitive cheer team. So it's a half full of athletes. So, like, we're always trying to go main out for me. Like, we got to be, like, the main athlete in the family. So I feel like the best ones. So, I mean, family's a big part for me. So. And again, it's so important that now athletes are getting paid in, in college, man. And, uh, you know, I wish you and your two other sisters, man, the best of luck because this is the time to be to be really, really great now and just go after not just the money part, but just, you know, try to be the best version of yourself, you know, the best way you can. And uh, that's exciting, man, for sure. I think my middle sister might get paid before any of us, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I just see her getting getting before me, so I hope she does. There you go. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I know I know you just said, you know, your your freshman, sophomore year in high school, you, you passed the ball off a lot. You know, I'm seeing here, you know, you you absolutely demolished your junior and senior year in high school. And it's I mean, it's definitely a good Good thing you went there. 7,000 passing yards, 73 touchdowns, 700 rushing yards, and 10 rushing touchdowns. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring up the old accolades, but, you know, <laughs> could you could you have seen yourself? You know, what, what did you do as far as rushing at your first high school? Not much. We were power high. Uh, my my junior year at my, first, at my first high school, I broke out a little more, and then injury sidelined me. So when I got back, we had a dog at running back. He's a his name is Wesley Duggar. He went to Davidson. Uh, sadly, I think he was in the transfer portal, and I don't think it worked out anymore for him. But he was in the top three in the FCS for rushing for the last three years before that. Uh, so he was a dog. I don't blame them for handing the ball off, but like I wanted some love too, you know. Yeah. 
Right. And it just wasn't working out. And then we got a new head coach. He was even more old head school, like old high, like high school types, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. And I was like, I can't do it. Right. And so I transferred for a good reason. I threw like one game, I threw 64 times. It was a, <laughs> we tried to run the game. Like, I think we tried running it like four times in the game. It just wasn't working out. My coach was like, all right, let's air it out. We had my junior year, we had a stud receiver. He broke a lot of records around Richmond. So he's at Virginia Tech now, but we just were like throw the ball to Tink. Like, I think we scored like four times together, five times in that game together. So yeah. Running up the scoreboard. <laughs> what was the final score of that game? <laughs> it's about to sound triple, triple digits. <laughs> so we lost we lost that game uh 84 to 68. Wow. I'm telling you, when I sat down, I would I would sit down, I'd be like, I'm gonna catch my breath. Touchdown. I'm like, let's go back out. <laughs> we got two touchdowns called back on us, or it would be even closer, but there was no defense played that day at all. Wow, 84 to 68. Yeah. That's insane. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. I was, crazy. Well, well, I was going to ask you, what was your favorite moment uh, throughout the playing football? I'm pretty sure uh, was that a game? Well, even though, again, the results wasn't what you wanted it, but was that, you know, a game that you, you remember uh, for a long time? Uh, if we got to go with memorable, it was probably my senior year. Uh, we played our biggest rival on my birthday. Uh, I had, I was now, I'm now fourth in Richmond of all time passing a single game. I threw for five, I threw for five eighty five and seven touchdowns in that game. We still lost. We still lost it. But, uh, yeah, it was, that was definitely my birthday game. I call it. That's what I call it. it birthday was, uh, game. <laughs> those those are some NFL numbers. Yeah. Well, my offense was crazy. Like all credit to my receivers. I think my senior year, I have one of my teammates with me in Clarion right now. Uh, but my senior year, I think all my receivers went to college to play football. So, yeah. That's, a, that's an incredible game. None of our defense. We were just rough on defense, but. Oh yeah, I, I know I know you're from Virginia, but do you see a difference in the likeness of college football coming further north? Because like where we are, the only two teams you get, you get a UMass and you get BC, both crappy conferences. And n- frankly, nobody around here wants to watch college football except for me. Huh? Right. I'm on my phone every Saturday, every every Friday college, night. <laughs> college football down here is another level, uh, especially in Richmond. We have a lot of guys in college right now playing football. I got a couple of my friends that are uh, at Clemson. I got a couple of my friends that are Old, Old Dominion. Uh, we got some Boston College kids now too, but uh, we're, there's a lot of Division One guys now, even Division Two around here. And we have, I want to say, five or six in the NFL right now, and four were just drafted recently in the last three years. So Rich, Richmond in general, even down just in Virginia, football is crazy, especially watching college. So even when I go up to school, like Saturday, I, it sucks playing at 12 a lot of the times because, like, I'm like, damn, I don't get to watch the games. College, college game day, I don't get to watch it. <laughs> right. But uh, we run home normally and try to finish watching some games. But, yeah, football is – I watch a lot of football. Especially – I know me, myself, and my friends do. That's why I'm an Oregon Duck fan. Hey. They, they're playing at 1 o'clock? Okay. 
right. four o'clock, five o'clock our time. All right, I'll take <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> you no, know? but you got to answer the question: Are you a Tech fan or are you a Virginia fan? <laughs> no pressure though. I got to oh, go. There's pressure. Hokies. Plenty of pressure. Got to go with the Hokies. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to once, get a lot of hate for that one if my friends are watching. <laughs> once, once that Sandman hits, everybody goes nuts. I went to one of those games, a night game. Oh my goodness, that thing was like the atmosphere gave me chills. I was like, I'm ready to play. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> you come over here and you go to a BC game. There's like a handful of people. And <laughs> nobody's nobody's paying attention. Oh. Even UMass. But hey, I, I would much rather take you know I got Fitchburg State down the street from me. I would I would go and watch that over any product you know UMass or BC puts out there. I mean, it, I think honestly, <clears throat> Division two, II, Division three teams they play a lot harder, and yeah, they, I mean, they don't they don't get enough credit. We don't. There's a lot of especially my conference. I haven't seen much other conferences playing live but i mean i've taken a lot of visits to like the west virginia conferences north carolina conferences up there but there's a lot of good ball playing especially in the PSAC. like i think our top five teams last year played in the playoffs and i mean those five teams were incredible uh definitely i've seen division three teams those games are intense because they got nothing to lose mm-hmm. they're just playing the hearts out so yeah. And they get into it. They get rude. Like it's it's great. Like the the eye black that they draw on their faces. Yeah. <laughs> they there's go a, they they go absolute balls to the wall. There's two D three teams uh that are in Virginia. It's called uh Ham Sydney and Randolph Macon. There's those games when they play each other are so crazy. Like it's a huge rivalry because it's like an hour and a half from each other. The game's packed, like it looks like it could be like a low, like a low met D one game. Like the game is ridiculously packed. So, yeah. Wow. Do you guys have any, uh, like crazy <laughs> rivals? Uh, we got a couple. I mean, we play a team with uh, slippery rock. They just had the D two Heisman last year. We have like a, it's like a milk jug. They call it the milk jug or something like that with them. Uh, we have another team, uh, IUP. It's like Indiana University of Pennsylvania. They're pretty good. They're our rival. We haven't beat them in recent years, but uh, it's going to change this year. Promise y'all that. But, um, Take notes. Yeah, Take notes. notes. Um, and then uh, we had our first game last year was packed. I think we went to Shippensburg University. It's the other side of the conference, but I think there was like 8,000 out there. So it was pretty packed as well. That's another rival. We hadn't beat them in 40 years. We beat them last year. So wow. they're coming to our house this year, and I'm pretty sure they want revenge. So it's gonna Ooh. be a good. That's the yeah. game you got circled. Do you feel like do you do you feel pressure when you get that many people watching you? I mean, I mean, when I played sports, I'd I'd be lucky if I got you know 50, 50 people at a game, and I'm like, oh man, I can't miss this free throw. It was our first game of the season too. It was my first college game ever. Uh, so it was like I didn't play. I knew I wasn't gonna play, but like I was. I had butterflies. I was like, damn, like, this is the first time I've ever been in front of this many people. Like, it was crazy. And then, I mean, there's some games at home that I was like, I got nervous for just because I knew I was like on alert to play and they were packed. And I was like, I can't embarrass myself. Can't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Hey, talk, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, you know, how does it feel? Like I've always, you know, I've asked uh, guys that I know that play football, like, for example, like, you know, how does it feel to get hit? You know, uh, you know, now for you, like the type of player you are, when you, if you get hit, uh, you know, do you get right back up and it just gives you more juice or are you just like, shit, that shit kind of hurt. <laughs> for me, before every game, when I'm playing and I know I'm playing, I'm a little nervous. When I get hit, it comes out of me real quick. I'm like, all right, first hit, I'm good. I'm ready to play. Uh, in the spring game, I took her off on a run for like 25 yards, and I started getting bounced around a little bit, ping pong pretty much. And uh, the end, the corner flipped me, like head, my head, my knees touched my head. And I was like, I want to get up. My neck's hurting. I was like, pop back up. I'm like, all right, come on. But adrenaline's in my body, so I don't feel it at the time. I woke up the next morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> man uh because you know me being a basketball player you know it's so it's obviously different uh but I, I always try to put myself like man if i ever played football what would happen you know i can't imagine myself being five five and a linebacker is looking his chops ready for me you know if i was a running back or something i, I would just i don't know how i would take that hit but i guess yeah, I, think, you know, I think sony michelle's taller than you <laughs> seriously man hey i love my height five five man shout out to all the five 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 four five three guys out there and women out there you're getting into a slippery range <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh you know you know winding down a little bit man you know uh uh what's 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 the goals for you lined up you know in the next few years that you want to achieve, that you would like to achieve, you know? Uh, as far as in college, uh, you know, your rest of your college career, um, academics and athletics, you know, what are you trying to achieve? Well, I just broke like the 3-0 barrier for myself overall, great average, but I want to get up to like three fives academic wise. Uh, but then I really want my master's as well. I gotta, I'm trying for that. On the field wise, I'm shooting for like first team all conference, and then eventually, hopefully, I can make it to the first team all American. And then I want a shot. I just want one shot at the NFL, like even a practice squad, something like that. I just want to prove I'm I can fit in. So those are my goals right now, as it is. And after that, I just I'm not sure yet. See, that's that's what I love about athletes they always want to make it to that next level regardless of what type of position that they could be in you know you don't care if you're on the if you're on the practice squad if you get picked up by hey our new england patriots you're there any team honestly honestly, god any team I'll, i'll take the cfl to be honest like it's still good ball up there i mean it doesn't matter where i'll go do you see a lot of do you see a lot of guys going into the CFL and even uh, what's the other one? I think they're coming back with the XFL again. We're bringing it back, but uh, I am seeing a lot of guys. But I think CFL has like a every team only can bring in thirty some Americans. I'm pretty sure that's the rule. I'm not sure because I was watching a video on it the other day. But uh, I don't know. Uh, our coach, my second, my first OC from college is actually uh, the running backs coach in Ottawa. So uh, I'm not sure. He says he loves it up there right now. 
and he's, he says it's really competitive. They're in camp right now, but I see a lot of uh, lower-level D1 and D2 guys in the CFL right now. So if that's where I land, I mean, I land there. It doesn't matter. Keeps you playing. Keeps you playing. Exactly. Keeps you motivated. Game. Are you on any – I know you, you, you just said that, you know, you, you dropped, what, 50 pounds? Yeah. Are you on any type of crazy diet or I was uh, on a keto like diet. that? I was on a keto diet. And then uh now I'm just like on a calorie deficit just to maintain that playing weight. I went in last year when we didn't play at all, I was at like two nineteen and I was a twig. I felt awful. Like I was like, I need to put ten pounds back on. So like I put it back on a muscle, but now I'm trying to like maintain it. So like this is my playing weight, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, it's like I'm averaging like 228s. I'm trying to stick around there. So, like, I'm trying to watch what I eat. I don't eat in the mornings until like 12. So, like intermediate fasting, I guess they call it. And I try to stay away from the sweets, but I have a sweet tooth. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> you should see my car with all the candy wrappers and <laughs> junk I have lined up in there. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> It's great hearing your story, and you know it's definitely something that we would love to follow you and follow your journey. And you know, we we hope that everybody here took something away from this. You know, don't don't count the little guys out because the little guys have bigger dreams than the big guys right now. And you know, that's that's something I would love to see is you pursuing the next chapter, the next level. Without a doubt, because I mean, from from what I've seen, I mean, can we can we watch this on TV? Is it on a uh, special? We uh we have like six games this year on ESPN Plus or two or three. Oh really? We we're always on ESPN a couple games of the year. Depends which one. I know it's either Plus two or three. Uh, there's always a mix up. Like I'm not sure. I know we're on Plus every time, but yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely. Definitely. I mean, I love, I love college football. So that's all I got to say. College football. I'd I'd take college football over the NFL any day. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was great, you know, talking to you, getting to know you and uh, hopefully, you know, once you, once you guys kick the snot out of, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch my language. Once you kick the snot out of uh, IUP, we're going to, we're going to have you on here for a victory lap. Hope so. Yeah, man, it's been uh, it's been great talking to you, Charles. You got anything else? I got. I just got one more question, man. One more question, you know, before game, man. Who who who's on your playlist right now? Who are you listening to? You know, to get you amped up. So, my tradition before every game, no matter what, it's Lil Uzi, uh, Dark Queen. Got to listen to it. I don't know. I started doing that my my junior year. And it's just it's in my head all the time. It's like I don't know why it gets me pumped up, but it just uh, but playlist wise, it's a lot of the little baby. Mm. Uh some G Herbo. But in future, I got my man future, I gotta rock with him, man. Yeah, yeah. He needs to he needs to drop a, a nice album. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been I want the old future back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I need it. I should I just listen to jock jams. 
I used to have that on the CD and the, the Walkman. You know, I'd have, I, I didn't have the, I didn't have the headphones, so I had the, the little connectable auxiliary cord speakers. As we walking out the jock jams. Yeah, man, we look forward to uh, seeing your journey throughout your your collegiate career, and you know, hopefully, the future holds nothing but the best to you. And um, you know, we'll, like I said, we'll get you on here for a victory lap. Sounds good. Hey, right. one more thing, man. Hey, shout out Puerto Rico, man. Yes, sir. Shout out Puerto Rico, man. You know, definitely uh, uh I want to go there one day. Um it's beautiful. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we meet right in the middle. Charles is Charles is in the DR. I'm yeah. in El Salvador. Oh yeah. Take a we nice little that. trip. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely, man. We appreciate you. Wish you best of luck, bro. Thank you. Take it easy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love the grit, the determination that he has to not only get a bachelor's degree, he wants to come in and get his master's degree. Mm -hmm. All that while playing football? More than an athlete, man. I'm telling you. Man, that, that's that's why I love college athletics. Yes. And who knows? We might take the avenue of just picking up college. Might have to, man. That's just, that's the way it's going right now. College uh, is where it's at. A lot of these players need to tell their stories, man. And uh, you know, really appreciate Taylor for coming on and 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 talking some some football, talking about you know his journey through the game and you know and life in general. And we're wishing him the best, man. And just seeing where he's gonna end up you know yeah by by that it's i love hearing stories yeah exactly why why they're playing the sport that they choose why they're mm -hmm. doing this and you know why they picked a certain sport over other sports and and all of our guests man again we're undefeated they've they, they're, they're they're all they've all been humble individuals and uh, taylor seems like he's very humbled and really motivated to just be great at what he does best and that's at the quarterback position and just in life in general. So, you know, that's, that's a real sight to see. And uh, again, like you said, Dan, you know, it's college football season, man. This is, I feel like everybody's going to come out the gate this season. Just oh to yeah. They're, all. they're hungry. They're motivated, <laughs> you know, but that's, I don't know if you've noticed this. Yeah. I, I don't have a bone to pick with Dave Portnoy, but mm. I kind of have a bone to pick with Dave Portnoy. Okay. The fact that he went and said, I don't care if you're whatever, if you're a D1 athlete and you breathe at me, I'm going to sign you. That's I love I love the fact that, you know, yeah, he's doing something. But in reality, you're filling out the application and I'm yeah. following their Instagram account. And it's every day there's about 10 to 15 new players that they signed. I get it. Your, your brand is off the charts right. without a doubt yeah barstool everybody knows barstool right. not a lot of people like what you know what what they stand for but right. uh at the end of the day you're signing all these players and all you're doing is sending them a box of merch that only barstool athletes can get what are you doing for these individuals unfair man are you are you helping them are you guiding them to what they're going to do after football uh, after baseball, after basketball, all this, are you, are you, are you going to help them? Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't, they don't give a crap about some of these athletes. 
No, I mean, take no. it, take it for what's it, what it's worth, but that's that's just my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I love it. I love that you know Dave Portnoy's doing this. I wish we could do something like that. Who knows? Maybe we have something in the works. I don't yeah. know. But at the same time, you know, I I just feel like just just the way that he said it. If you if you're a D one athlete and you breathe at me, yeah, it's it's not giving any credit to the D two athletes, D three. Because like we said with Taylor, man, you know, these D2, D3 uh, um, athletes, man, they play harder than the D1 uh, um, athletes sometimes. Because, again, the D1 athletes, they already know. It's a safety net for them. They know all they got to literally have to do is have, what, four or five game, five good games. Yeah. And then their chance to the NFL or NBA or, you know, it's just it's right there um, for the D2 and D3 athletes. They got to work a little bit harder, even though it does happen. D2 and D3 athletes do get drafted to professional leagues and stuff, but they just got to work harder than the D1 athletes. And something has to change in that perspective of just like giving everybody a chance to just really show what they can do. And then you'll see what they can do. And then you make your decision on, you know, if you want to sign them to this or that, you know, but just don't put yourself in one lane with D1 athletes. And this is no shade at D1 athletes. No. You're D1 athletes for a reason, you know, and and, and, and we, we, we both respect every athlete. We just want everybody to get the same uh, share of, of, of growth, you know, so that's what it's all about. It is. And I, that's not a hot take. I possibly have a hot take coming up in a little bit. Uh, I, I, I might have another really, one too. With, with LaFlop. With LaFlop. 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 It's going to be French now. LaFlop. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I don't know. I'm just, I, I think, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get into it after the break. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But, you know, the NBA finals, they've come and mm-hmm. gone. It's not what the NBA wanted. You look at you look at the ratings from this year, the viewers per night compared to last year, even compared to the year before. It's honestly follow the superstar. Follow the superstar. Follow the super team. Why? Why? Giannis is I actually I, I think I've I've changed my tune on Giannis because He's not in it for the super team. He's throwing shade at James Harden. I did not have to go to super team. Who's who's that? I mean, James Harden. You all, Harden, Kyrie, uh, Kevin Durant, AD, LeBron, they all need to form these super teams. I love this NBA Finals for the sole reason you're not getting the same product every year. You're not getting the same final two teams that you typically get. I wished for a different outcome because I really wanted Chris Paul and Devin Booker to get that, but I'm happy either way. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I agree with you and I, I, I'll take it a step even further. Like I, the reason why I love this finals in particular as well, because we got to see more, players that we didn't see we got to see on the sun side Mikel Bridges you know from the Suns we got to see D- Devin Booker perform at the highest level his first playoff run you know um in his career we had obviously uh the Hall of Famer in my opinion Chris Paul get a chance you know he had a chance to win it but he couldn't get it done but I even liked his press conference uh 
you know, they, I, I, the, the, with the, when it comes to the media part, I just try to try to break them down a little bit. After a loss, you know, I feel like you can't ask a player after a tough loss how you feel about it. What do you think they're going to feel about it? They're going to be like, man, I'm pissed off that we lost. But mm-hmm. the, there was a question, I forget who asked, asked Chris Paul, and they made it seem like he was about to retire. And Chris Paul just said, listen, I ain't, I'm not retiring right now. We just got to get back and, 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 you know, refocus again and get to work. And that's and that's 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 all that matters. I, we we tend to we tend to just do uh, do too much or assume too much with these athletes because uh, you know we we put them at a high pedestal. Obviously, LeBron, KD, Curry, all those champions are already proven. You know they get that 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 title because they they've earned it, right? But like you know we get to see uh, you know Giannis you know perform his first finals. You know, uh, Drew Holiday, who played great defense all playoffs. You know, uh, Chris Middleton playing like a a, a superstar. Uh, you know, and and Brooke Lopez. You know, Bobby Portis, PJ Tucker, the whole the whole gang. You know, Pat Connaughton. You know, it's just it just the list goes down and down. So you know, again, uh, and I feel bad for Monte Williams because he's one of my mm-hmm. favorite coaches. Um, and I really respect what he did the, while the Bucks were celebrating. He, he went to their locker room and just gave them credit and told them that they they made him a better coach and their team. And that's sports right there, man. This is why I love sports because you have, you still have great people in, in that field that care about the game, that respect the game. So, you know, it was a good finals competitive. We got to see a lot of names that we didn't know. I feel bad for Jay Crowder, f- former Celtic, two finals in a row, couldn't get it done. But again, I just feel like that Suns team, they're hungry. I think they learned they're young enough to, running back hopefully the west is going to be crazy but you know this finals was great man it was really good definitely was i mean i picked with you for once you did and you let me you let me down i know i know you, man. why did you do that <sighs> they had it the suns had it i just don't i had a feeling it was going the distance i had a feeling it was going game seven the way that game five just got completely out of hand <sighs> I just, I, I mean, I, I knew it was over. One of the best games, one of the best games by far I've ever watched too. Just the fact of, you know, how it ended and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the Suns needed that game five, and I think they just couldn't, they couldn't recover from that emotional letdown. But, you know, shout out to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. If anybody saw it, PJ Tucker was definitely living his life at the parade they had today, uh, <laughs> drinking a lot of champagne and stuff. But they all deserve it. It's a great time. Uh, for Milwaukee, and uh, you know, shout out to them for for getting it done. Definitely, we are uh, gonna k- take a quick break. Uh, who knows? Might be a hot take on the other side. One or two. One or two. We will be right back.
All right. I'm ready to fire this. Fire it. Fire it. I don't, I mean, here it is. LeBron James. LeBron James, the biggest crybaby of all. Yes, he's the first NBA billionaire. Yes, okay. I don't care what anybody says. First NBA billionaire. I do not like LeBron James. <laughs> I do not. I do not care for the man. Yes, he does a lot for, you know, the the city of Cleveland, but honestly, the man complained about this playing tournament. Ended up playing in the playing tournament and then getting bounced. Now, he's over here getting shown at the NBA Finals star of Space Jam 2, which did awful, by the way. I'm hearing nothing but awful reviews. And not to mention the fact that what do you got going right now? You had Space Jam. You had everything rubbed in your face by the way that you complained. You have Giannis Antetokounmpo talking about super teams and how you're one of them. You're the leader of the super teams. And we just watched two non-super teams go ahead, play in the finals, and Giannis got his ring. I love it. LeBron, I do not care for you. I do not want you to touch anything with the Red Sox right now. Okay? I just... I'm out on LeBron. I love what he does, you know, with the school, stuff like that. I just think he's too cocky and too arrogant. I get it. You're the most, one of the most iconic NBA players in the league right now. But no, no, you didn't get to that next level. You didn't make it to the finals. And you were sitting there complaining the whole entire season while you're on the bench. You know, you're at your son's basketball games saying, you know, trying to trying to fight the announcer because he said, "Oh, uh, Bronny's only getting the calls because of LeBron." And you're you're trying to act all tough, like you're gonna go and fight the PA announcer. LeBron, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm done. My rant's over. Oof! Wow, that's can I cool you down a little bit? <laughs> I just, I, I just, it had to be said. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Jordan is the goat. Jordan is the goat. <laughs> Space Jam. Two is garbage, and that just sealed the deal. It sealed the deal. <laughs> Jordan is the goat. It wasn't. Hopefully, it they, was, hopefully they don't try and do a Space Jam three. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I watched. I watched Space Jam two. It wasn't bad. Um, I, I do like the message part of you know really focusing more on what your kids really want to do um, with their lives. It can't just be just because you play a sport. You have to force your kids to play the sport that you play in or just any other thing, you know, but I did, I did like it, you know, uh, you know, uh, compared to the first Space Jam, obviously the first Space Jam um, was better, but you know, LeBron, this is what his second movie he was in, I believe. I think he was in a movie called Trainwreck. He had like a quick, uh, quick scene, but you know, this is, I, I, I try not to judge him too much because this is his first big movie and he really, he seemed really excited about, you know, pl- uh, playing uh, this part in, in, in a huge, uh, a huge movie in Space Jam. You know, did he try to make it better than the first one? Obviously, but you know, he didn't really get that part right. But at the same time, I, I liked it. It was, it, it, I liked the message part. 
him being a billionaire, I, I give him credit. Shout out to LeBron for that. Uh, I do agree with you. Uh, he did complain a little bit about, you know, not having a playing tournament, not doing this and that. While it would have made sense if everybody else was complaining, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there was complaints because the season was rushed, you know, guys getting hurt here and there. Let's be honest. If Brooklyn was healthy, the Nets are winning the whole thing, you know. Brooklyn so, is favored to win next season. <laughs> They're favored you know, to win. Yeah. Well, come on. You have three of the best, if not uh, entertainers, uh, uh, top three scorers of all time. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. Uh, I'm actually, you know, depending on what the Celtics do, I might just be a Brooklyn Nets fan. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But, <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. But you, you, you better know. be. You better be. <laughs> if you're if you're going to be any fan at this point, be a Knicks fan. Hey, hey, they might they might make some noise, too, in the offseason. And that's just need to go back to New Jersey. That's it. <laughs> they need to go back to that stinky state of New Jersey and just stay there. <laughs> Oh man, this is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, yeah, man, yeah, that like you said, need to be said, and uh, you said it, man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, you know, f- for next year, uh, you know, I'm hoping for a better season. It'll be some, it'll be normal a little bit, but you know, we'll see. But what if LeBron wins this next year? <laughs> mm, I mean, I I get it. That's what the NBA wants, but at the same time, I don't really, I don't really care to see super teams i want to see mm. teams like we just saw yeah yeah and that might be a new trend maybe damian Lillard will stay now you know we'll just so. go after it, you know so we'll see but well, yeah he's he's what in talks uh out now uh la la uh, golden state boston Knicks. Everybody we're, wants. We're, to we're not. That. We're not a destination. Nobody wants to come here. <laughs> Nobody wants to come here. Kyrie told everybody, "Don't go to Boston. Don't go to Boston. Don't go to Boston." I mean, when Kevin Love was here, Kelly Olynyk screwed everything up. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did that. And I think everybody's just judging what they did with Isaiah Thomas uh, when he when he was here uh, for us and uh, how they treated that situation. And since then. It's been, yeah, I like it here, but I don't because all this stuff. But, you know, Danny Ainge is out. Brad Stevens is in. Let's see. Let's see what he does, man. Let's see what the Celtics do. Uh, the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. I I kind of I, I like the, the, the chemistry and, and feel of this team just by looking at their roster so far. Mm-hmm. I do don't know what you're going to see out of them, to be honest. You know, it could be it could be like Vegas. Once the expansion draft hit Vegas and they got their team up and running, what yeah. they made it they made it to the the, the Stanley Cup Finals, Stanley I think Cup that finals. year. Yeah, yeah, they did. And that yeah. was that was nuts. And and just watching them play down there, watching them, uh, you know, their their pregame. I mean, it's for every game. Their pregames. I mean, you're in Vegas. Yeah, you could, you could do it up with the shows <laughs> and the showmanship, right. but. Seattle. I mean, I don't, I don't know how well that's going to do out there, to be mm-hmm. honest. And just, I mean, just looking at it, they got Yanni, um, they got Yanni Gord mm-hmm. from uh, from Tampa, and yeah. he's he's going to be an absolute powerhouse for for their first line. And right. yeah, of course, we had to give up uh, Jeremy Lozon. Yeah, but it's going to be a tough hit for us. But at the same time, I kind of I like the expansion drafts. 
and I like to see which teams are pretty much invested in their players, mm-hmm. who they're going to go ahead and reserve and who they're going to go ahead and say, you can have this guy because we're in contract negotiations or something right now. And I, I, I think that that shows more to the players. If you've earned your keep, you're going to be right. there. And that's, I mean, that's just my take on it. I just, I hope Seattle does it well. You know, I always thought that they wouldn't be the crack and I, I thought they would have been the Starbuckers or something. <laughs> Seattle Starbuckers. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really fit. No, it doesn't. Yeah, but I mean, Seattle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you know, just, just hopping into, you know, the, we talked a little bit about it at the beginning of the show. The SEC. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think Nick Saban is going to possibly poop his pants. Because if Oklahoma and Texas go ahead and join up in the SEC, like the rumors are saying, dogfight, they're going to push Auburn and Alabama out of the West Division and push them into the East. Mm. I don't. I don't have a good feel on Texas. I'm not I'm not big on Texas. Of course, everybody's up on Oklahoma. You know, they got Spencer Rattler. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's got to earn himself. He's he's I honestly think Sam Howell of North Carolina is going yeah. to have a better season. Mm-hmm. He is a better well put together quarterback than Spencer Rattler. It sucks that he plays in the ACC, which that conference, let's be honest, is run by Clemson. Uh, I think Clemson is not going to have that good of a team this year. No. And the fact is, you know, you lost your three-year quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. You lost one of the, the best <laughs> running backs in the ACC. I don't know. And then the commissioner of the SEC came out and said, you're going to have to play these games. You know, we, in, we invoked the, uh, the 53 man roster last year. We, we lifted, you know, the restrictions on that just so you guys can get a full lot a full roster. You're expected to play these games. You're expected to play games as scheduled. And who knows one small, we're halfway through 21, you know, and we're, COVID's starting to make its return. If these players get get taken down, yeah, they need to they need to go ahead and up the the vaccine. You know, uh, yeah. I think I think they need to hit the eighty five percent mark to right. not get tested every day and and be able to not wear a mask inside. Yeah. And I think that's extra motivation for some of these players. But I think I think Alabama's in for in for a, a, a tough time because who knows Oklahoma's been great in the big 12 but hey what's going to happen to the big 12 i mean to your nick saban point nick saban man that alabama there i i have no worries with them because it's like i i feel like they're at the mindset where they're just like ah it don't matter where you put us we're gonna dominate now again every conference is different you know but at the same time champions are champions they know what they need to do. They know what, you know, it doesn't matter what they, what happens well, if they get switched here or there. 
I just feel like Nick Saban is going to have his boys ready no matter what the situation is. And, you know, in my opinion, they'll be undefeated and possibly be in the, in the rank. Yeah, they probably won't be undefeated, but they'll probably mm-hmm. be, in the, be, in the, be in the playoff race and have an opportunity to, to, to win, you know? So, you know, Alabama, man, they're, they're, they're one of my top favorites uh, uh, to, to win it this year. But, you know, who knows, you know? And I just, I, I don't know. I, I want to see what this possible, well, I don't think it would happen this season anyways. I, I want to see how this NF, uh, the, uh, the college football playoff expansion yeah. is going to play out because I would love to see some other teams besides, hey, you, you know, we just talked about the NBA. Same teams every year. You're seeing Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. You know, you're lucky if you don't get Alabama in there. And it's, they're the 33rd NFL team, to be honest. Right. Actually, no, let's just call them the 32nd. Miami or uh, or, or the Jets or the Jacksonville. Jets. <laughs> Jacksonville should go ahead and, you know, join up in the SEC. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think with, you know, I'm hoping, you know, new teams will be able to you know, have opportunities to win because like we just said earlier, man, I just feel like this college season, a lot of teams are just going to come out guns blazing, man, because I just feel like a difference, different thing, uh, energy has changed in the college uh, um, uh, atmosphere when it comes to sports, man. Everybody wants to go get it now. Everybody has something to prove now on top of that. Now they're getting paid. So now basically you're going to get everybody's best shot. I feel like every weekend, you know, is uh, with college games is going to be entertaining just based off the fact now there's a purpose. There's always been a purpose, but now there's a bigger purpose now. Now I can get money and still play very well and possibly get looked at at these NFL teams. You know, um, I just feel like, man, we're going to get the best. This is probably one of the best college seasons uh, uh, in a while, you know, just based off of that. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> and you know, some of these players that are getting these massive deals, I hope, I mean, I, I don't wish ill on anybody, but I hope, you know, they come out flat footed or, you know, mm. they, they got so much going on in their brain. Oh yeah. I'm getting 50 grand. I'm getting a hundred. You know, oh, and, and yeah, all of a sudden, you know, you're not living up to that hype. You're not living up to that name. And that's what brings me back to my barstool point. They're just here, 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 giving it out like a like a float on a Macy's Day Parade, you know? Yeah. Candy out. <laughs> it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous game to play because again, like I think I said this last week, the only part that I'm worried about, uh, or I said that a few a few episodes ago, the only thing I I'm worried about is what you're saying. All these players going to give it their all now based off the fact that now they're getting paid more, you know, now does that switch in the college with that, with the college reputation of every player works hard, every player goes after it. Is this going to be a switch over to how the NFL is? Everybody's just going to be like going through the motion or is there going to be more of an emphasis of just really wanting to play well and play hard and play and just give it your all. That's my only concern. I'm still all for every player getting their money, especially off their name. So you know, I just I just hope that college football will be, you know, college sports in general just continue to be the same level of intensity um, it's been, you know, so far. I hope so. And I just hope that, uh, you know, hopping into the MLB, 
I hope that the Red Sox are finally coming around to their senses after they had, you know, a little, a little hiccup yeah. in, in New York. Um, but New York that I think, I think those two games that New York took out of that series, that mini series was something that that team needed. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Yankees definitely needed that. Mm-hmm. And then for the Red Sox to go ahead and put up football numbers against the Toronto team. (laughs) That's just just insane. But it woke them up. It woke them up. You know, it woke them up. You need those. You need a few times to just get, you know, you know, either get swept in a series and just really wake up and just be like, okay, all right, now let's, let's play, especially losing to the Yankees. You know, that's like a, that's like a championship uh, type of series. You know, when you're going against, against the Red Sox and Yankees, both, both teams are just playing for reputation. The thing was those, they had pretty much all their star names on the COVID list. Yeah. And they came out and wiped the table with you. Mm. I don't know. I just I I never thought I would put this thought or sentence together, but the New York Mets are three and a half games in front in the NL East. Let's go! I'm rooting for them. The net uh, the the Mets to me have been irrelevant since what Mike Piazza, oh, my favorite catcher. That's, that's what I styled my, my my little league on. I because I, I was on the Mets. I was on the Mets. You know, playing okay. little league. So, hey, Mike Piazza, Mike Piazza. But it's insane. And you know, hopefully, we can get Alex on here to to give us an update on you know who he likes to make it to the World Series and who he likes coming out of these divisions as well. And if it, what he sees in some of these teams after the All Star break, because hey. The Red Sox hit it. They had their little, uh, they had their hiccup after the All Star game. They lost that momentum, and they started slipping. But now they're kind of on the, uh, kind of on the, the the right track, if you will. And mm-hmm. hopefully that just keeps going into the postseason. They don't even have to worry about a wild card, a, a one game wild card. Right. Um. I mean, I'm a little worried though. I don't know. I don't know if you know. Is the season going to continue? You know, it's COVID. It's COVID is coming. Is is coming a little aggressive again, um, and uh, it's actually affecting you know a lot more. Uh, you know, sports, uh, sports um, so far, especially the Olympics. Um, but I just feel like I'm hoping the season continues. I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't have a winner right now based off of that because I just don't know if they're gonna have a season or not. Yeah, you know. So we'll, it's, it's getting real interesting as you know the summer's weirdly ending. Uh, so, so, say you know, that, please. <laughs> I know it's you know crazy. where we live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just crazy how the summers just feel like it's, it's just going by every day. But you know, hopefully the the MLB MLB season continues and Red Sox. Let's go, man! You got some momentum. Let's pick this up. Let's go. Like, why not? You know what's what's happening right now in in uh, Japan. Man, it's just it's, it's it's getting real tough every day, man. They're 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 getting more stricter with their rules. Um, I I think it's probably just gonna be like the bubble um, when it comes to you know all these sporting events. You know, no crowds. Um, you know, uh, everybody's wearing a mask. Coaches wearing a mask. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure with track stars they can't wear masks while they're running. But you know, uh, I just feel like now with that. Like you know, they gotta be near each other when they're running. How does that? How does that? 
affect everything. And uh, now it's just coming out. I mean, it's not just coming out, but even people getting vaccinated are still getting, you know, positive tests uh, uh, with them and even worse, you know, uh, being back in the hospital and stuff. So it's just, it's just a strange thing that's going on right now. Um, even with the NFL, you know, it's, uh, it's getting a little ridiculous uh, now. Uh, now the NFL just came out uh, saying that, you know, now if you're not vaccinated now, you know, if teams get cases and now you, you get to forfeit, <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to forfeit now. And that, mm-hmm. that just, that just pulls, puts a huge uh, toll in it. I have a, I have a quote from uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He's uh, not a quote, but he tweeted, said, never thought I would say this, but being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to partake in the vaccine is making me question my future in the NFL. So that that's that's even tough uh, to even hear for one of the best receivers in the game. And, uh, you know, how do you feel about that, man? Because I just feel like, you know, the past two years, the NFL has been not losing, uh, you know, their viewers or fans, but the reputation now is just getting, you know, a little out of hand. Um, you know, how do you feel about, you know, what's going on with the, with the new rules being put in? I just want to say that I love DeAndre Hopkins for one reason. The man made a TikTok and said, I am not doing TikTok. I will not sign up for TikTok. I will not make a TikTok. That's kind of the same mindset as me, but here we are. Look right at the bottom of your screen. Follow us on TikTok. Hey, shout out Ant. And promo one, hey, shout out and for giving, get, throwing that energy out for us. You know, no. thank you and for helping me. I've been telling Dan this the past few weeks, and now, now we in, we involved with the TikTok gang. So I don't know how to use it. I, I don't even have it on my phone. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just get updates from everybody yeah. you know, how we're doing. Uh, yeah. But you know, looking at what's going on right now for the for the men's national teams playing basketball. Yeah. Who do you who do you like to win the whole entire thing? If you know the Olympics are still gonna go on, I don't even I don't even like the fact that the Olympics are still gonna go on without fans. Yeah, you postponed yeah. it a year, and you know you you couldn't have done that another year with fans. I mean, people want their countrymen and their other teammates in the in the stands cheering them on. They want their fans in the stands from their country. That's that's one of the things I love about the the, the Olympics is you just see those sections of the crowds, you know, yeah. wearing, wearing their different flags, showing their pride for their countries. And yeah, I'm kind of against the Olympics at the same time, because you don't really, you know, like we talked with Theo, you know, outside of the Olympics, you're not watching track outside of the Olympics. Are you watching gymnastics? Right. No, are you, no. are you, are you watching any of these sports? You know, I, I would love to watch and see college, uh, college wrestling. Yeah. Even prefer, like not not the WWF. <laughs> you know, right. oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Not the WWF. The WWE. WWE. Sorry, WWE. I, I grew up watching <laughs> watching the WWF. But I just I I can't. There's some sports that I I would love to watch on TV, and wrestling's definitely one of them. Because right. it's all. I mean, yeah, they're gonna move into UFC, MMA, possibly, and they go ahead and wrestle at the Olympics, but outside of the Olympics, 
that's not being shown right unless you have the olympic gold medal channel on your tv subscription and they show the the trials and the the other heats and all this other all, all this other stuff from these sports that you're, you're not typically paying attention to but i don't know my mind has a mind of its own i just go on a path no, but, but who do you who do you like to win well and and just one more thing like how does it look with the uh, men's Olympic basketball team. If you hear, oh, KD's out, safety protocols, Draymond Green, all these, all these guys, Jason, T- it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't look right. So I agree with you 100. percent Should have just waited another two, another year. Just take it off and just, you know, re- refocus and and maybe make it right. Even with this Olympic team, I'm sorry. I love the guys that's on the team because they're all proven. To answer your question, I have no. I have confidence because obviously they're A1 players uh, on, on this team, but like they can be beat and they've sh- they, those first two games, the exhibition games, um, who they lose to Argentina. No, was it Argentina? No, they lost to Australia and uh, Nigeria, to, right? Nigeria. Yes. Nigeria. And it, you see the difference between coach K and Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Coach K adds more opportunities on offense Greg Popovich is more of a defensive guy, which is fine. I get it because you can see with the numbers with the Olympic squad, they're only scoring 80 points, eight, you know, 90-something here. And it's a defensive game, which which works. You need defense as well. But you just could tell it's kind of boring how they play a little bit. Um, it's not enough spacing. Uh, it's a lot more structure system, which is fine. But Greg Popovich is a Hall of Famer, obviously, but – he just has these guys focus more on the defense end, which is fine. But like, you need to let them play a little bit more freer, you know. But um, you know, again, if I, everything comes right, like I got, I got them obviously in the gold medal game. I just don't, I just don't know. I, I still can't tell you if I have confidence in them winning because of how what they've shown in the past two exhibition games. Now, were they just filling each other out, getting each know each other? Yes, of course, but. We'll see because you got now you got Javel McGee here. Javel McGee's added to the roster, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like we got again, that's a no shot at Javel McGee. He's a champion. He's uh, uh, one of the best uh, centers um, out there. Um, anybody would be lucky to have him in the NBA roster. Uh, but it's just Javel McGee, which is fine. I'm glad he's getting this opportunity. But come on, man, what are we doing here? I just feel like everything's rushed and. Uh, you know, I just don't know. I don't know who's gonna win. I don't. I don't know anything right now with this COVID stuff. I don't know. You're gonna hate me for saying this, but I like Australia. See, Australia, because they got big. Aaron Baines. They have Patty Joe Ingles. They have Patty Mills. They have hopefully a a good Ben Simmons. <laughs> yep. And they got Dante Exum. Mm-hmm. He's, I, he's ready to come back and make a, a statement. Dante X, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I, no, no. I mean, I see I see this team winning gold, honestly. And, and I see them taking the Olympics. For some for some reason, I mean, I, I don't feel confidence in the USA men's team at all. Mm-hmm. I think this year it's not the it's not the dream teams of the past they're not beating teams by 50 you know 60 they're pretty much on life support for some of these games i think this year it's open to anybody and honestly i think i think australia has the best chance 
Well, they're a veteran group. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been together for a long time. The Aaron Baines was playing when um, the late great Kobe Bryant was still playing for the Olympics. So, you know, it, uh, again, it's a veteran team. I love Patty, Patty uh, Mills. Hopefully he's a free agent. Hopefully the Celtics are looking at him because that man can shoot the ball like it's nobody's business. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, uh, that's a great pick, man. That's a great pick. And again, with this USA team, what happened? No, I'm just you. Oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. the first time in a long time I've heard you say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's a great pick, man. This USA team, but they, obviously they got, they got, they got, the best, in my opinion, the best player in the NBA, which is Kevin Durant. So you can't go wrong when KD's in there. So we'll see. And hopefully Jason Tatum, come on, JT, let's go. Let's see what we can do. Put on, put on for, put on for, for, for the Celtics, man. Rep the Celtics a little bit, you know, and rep St. Louis. I know you're from St. Louis, so rep that too, you know. I just want, I want everybody to return to their respective teams. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all i want it's all i want in life yeah but at the same time i have no faith in the celtics this upcoming season regardless i don't know what they're doing man i don't know what's going on i I hope little bradley brings his lunch pail to work every day (laughs) and uh you know he gets his ends and crust cut off by his mom on his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches I'm done with I'm done with I'm done with Brad. And thank God Danny Ainge is on the lookout for a new GM job. I don't know. Maybe yeah. this team will work. Maybe they won't. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I got nothing else. This was a great another episode down. Great, great, great energy today. Shout out Taylor uh, for coming on and giving giving us your story. I picked up a lot of stuff on the QB position and just football in general. Um, yeah, it was great. Great show. Great show. Great interview. Definitely was. Hey, if you're, I mean, I'm not going to be like Dave Portnoy. If you're a college athlete or an athlete transitioning from, you know, uh, collegiate level into whatever your respected uh, league I guess you would say, you know, if, if, if you're transitioning from high school to college, give us a shout. We want to hear your story. We want to talk about your story and we want people to know, Hey, be on the lookout for Taylor Eggers Mm -hmm. man's coming for your job. You know, I want, I want to hear the stories and you know, Charles, you got nothing else. Hey man, it's always good uh, being here on here with you, man. Let's keep this going. Let's keep going. Appreciate the support from everybody. And next week we have uh, a good guest that was given to us by a former guest, which we love that. You know, if if mm-hmm. you enjoy coming on our show, talking to us, <laughs> talking to you know, talking sports, telling your story, hey, we we want you on here. But you know, this this next player coming on next week, he is a uh, defensive back. He's a safety for a nice university, and his name is...